0: Welcome to Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. So, I'm going to get into the list you cannot see. I'm going to bring up something I said I was going to bring up last week, um, and then just fly through some stuff. Really, this was is going to be pretty much a short episode, except for one thing. Uh, maybe, maybe two things. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Um, but I want to at least belt through kind of the acute mental neuroses aspect of it. Which was, the note says, beating yourself up into a corner, which I talked about last week. Where it's very easy to fail and beat yourself up until the point where you can't get out of it. And by it, I mean either the state of emotion or, or, or uh, psychology that it puts you in. State of mind. Um, or that it's like an ongoing, uh, just perpetual thing that you're like, I'm not good enough. Um, never will be, and no amount of therapy or, or anything like that is ever gonna fix it because it becomes so deeply entrenched. Um, and I, you know, I very much did this to myself in, in, in probably beginning of middle, uh, maybe end of middle school, beginning of high school. I think it's a normal kid thing to do. You're all worked up with emotion, hormones, and, uh, kids are, you know, borderline feral at that point. And, uh in terms of how they treat each other and there's like the whole you know laws of the chalkboard jungle and your it's a whole new level of socialization on top of all of this and i think it can be very easy to you know at that age uh, you know you start feeling your parents expectations your teachers expectations your own expectations and in, if if you don't live up to one all some whatever it is of those you can really beat yourself up and i found that as as i went into adulthood um, I, I would still beat myself up uh, more than, than more than I do now. Like, sometimes I, I fuck up. I go, well, that was, you know, stupid. Can I fix it? Great. Moving on. Can I not? Why can't I? Moving on. So I, I treat it as a learning experience now. But to anyone who's listening to this, who... This sounds very familiar about kind of beating yourself up into a corner uh, with your own... Self critiques. Uh, not talking about other other people's. Uh, that's a toxic relationship, and you should try to get out of that. Um, that's a whole other episode. But in terms of being a in a d- toxic relationship with yourself, uh, which is which isn't healthy either. You know, you can only control yourself, and I think that mantra, which is usually positive, can be turned into a negative here, where it's like I can only control myself, and myself fucked up, or myself didn't do this right, myself said this wrong, myself is sad and lonely, and I'm going to turn it inward. It's something that, you know, go get some therapy. Start a a, a journal, um, and just start getting all this stuff out. Start a podcast like DAMN, and if you do, tell me about it, because I will talk about it on DAMN. And, and you know, once again, when I started DAMN, it wasn't for listenership. I did this because I was coming to the end of, of a therapy regime, and I was flipping out. And I know longtime listeners know this, so if you're new to this, this is how Damn came about. And I started this podcast as a way to just get my emotions out, whatever was bothering me or or anything like that. And I found that as the episodes came out and went on, and I would post them, you know, to Facebook and our Twitter and all that. Even though we weren't doing it for listenership, a lot of people reacted to Damn because they went, Oh, I thought I was the only one who felt like this. I mean... And, and and some and, and i've i've gotten emails that say like you know what i know i wasn't the only person that um, has felt like this that's you know narrow minded or, or narrow visioned tunnel vision maybe even um but they were like but i've never heard anyone talk about it as openly as you do on tam and it's one of the greatest compliments i can get and you know and they go i'm you know i started a diary or journal or whatever you want to call it um, you know, or I started, you know, taking public speaking classes to try to shake my anxiety or I got, you know, sort of looking into getting, you know, at least cursory mental, uh, you know, help, you know, like I said, in terms of beating yourself up, don't, like I said, I mean, I think it's, I think it's human to do it. I think even the, the most quote unquote perfect person probably in their darkest, you know, moments at the end of the day, like might look back and go, I could have done that better. Um, no, that's the lightest of, you know, tickle slaps of, of beating yourself. Um, I'm talking true self-flagellation, um, which is not healthy. So, you know, just be aware that that it's not the end of the world if you screw up. Um, once again, most things broken can be fixed, and that includes you. That includes people, for the most part. I'm not including people like Charles Manson or... Donald Trump. I did, uh, next note, uh, really, this will be, I mean, like I said, it was a really couple easy days off from the day job, which is a note on this, but I, I want to use that as a kind of prelude to something else. In case you're wondering where we're at in terms of the network, I have been hard at work cracking, uh, the Kathy Hyman podcast stuff. I've been really trucking along on that. I actually have to do some comparison in terms of, how long is a written, handwritten page to a typed page, and how long is a typed page 8.5 to a novel size page. So I'm working on some weird compare and contrast uh, math uh, in terms of page size and count, or uh, page size and word count, so that I can properly try to figure out, like, okay, I've got X amount of handwritten pages, how many, you know, episodes could this be, is it just one, is it two, Um, you know, where am I at? So, um, it, now I'm kind of getting into kind of the nuts and bolts of, of typing it, uh, even though I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm probably not more, not more than probably an episode or two in writing it, uh, freeform organically, which I need to stop saying on the show because I say it all the time and I crank, I just want to say this cause it's like, it's like lightning hitting your brain and turning you into a fucking Tyrannosaurus on meth with a giant cock that you can destroy face with, um, when you have an idea that just hits you that I uh, I was looking at the idea for the last episode of this season of Black Falls, which is episode four of season three, and I kind of had an idea. Uh, I was like, ah, oh, I kind of want you know this to happen, and then I literally like got stuck on like the first line. I was like, okay, um, that doesn't really sound like Black Falls, and then I went, what if this is why it doesn't sound like Black Falls? And I just was like, fuck yes. And I I didn't write the whole thing in, like, one sitting, but I managed to get, like, the one, like, just two-sentence note that I know, I'm like, okay, I know what this means, and I know exactly where it's going to start, and, oh, I love it. Um, So the end of, the next next season finale of Black Falls is, if you follow Black Falls, is going to have some major implications. Um, And I think eventually I want to talk crossover, but that's... Further down the road. And if you don't know what Black Falls is, you're a new listener, or I haven't talked about Black Falls in a while. Um, Black Falls is a podcast based on a novella I wrote years ago. It was an online novella and then it ended up being uh, published. Um, and then we turned it into a podcast because it is since out of print. Um, it tells the story of this small Rocky Mountain town um, where all this weird shit happens. It's all secrets and ghosts and murder and. Runaway Brides and people being turned into dolls, it's crazy. But I, I do, I, I, we put out the entire novella um, in uh, episode, uh, episodic chunks, um, and then I came back and did season two, because I had you know, about four more ideas that were longer, um, and then I had such fun returning to Black Falls for season two, I brainstormed season three, and when that's over, I'll take a, probably a little break, and when I say a little break, I mean like, like a month tops and start working on Season 4. Now, sounds like a lot of work. Well, these are my series of segues. Sounds like a lot of work. Well, luckily, I've had some easy days off from the day job, where literally on the, my last weekend, which actually is to the, the top of the week as opposed to the end, I didn't have anything to do on my first day off, and I read an entire book in one sitting. It was fucking fantastic. You'll hear about that on next week's No Applause, Just the Clap. Or I'll probably do a um, "Staring into the Abyss" episode of Mister Wright, which is a literary podcast I do. I'm talking about all the podcasts I do, it's kind of weird. Um, and "Staring into the Abyss" episodes are the "Abyss" episodes, are the ones where I talk about what I'm reading currently, and I'll bring up that book series, which is phenomenal. It's called the Sandman Slim series. I only mention it because I didn't want to leave you on a cliffhanger, and I go, "Yeah, it's great." Moving on, you're like, "What the fuck is the name of the series?" Um, so I had a couple easy days off, and it was great. I got to like lounge around. Like I said, I read a book in uh, in one day, four hundred page book in one day, and and then I put um like a hundred and fifty page uh, dent in an eight hundred page book uh, the next day, while still you know getting everything ready for the network. It was just. One of those, everything kind of was just in the right place, right time. Uh, that I had a lot of free time. And I just watched movies and read and caught up and, of course, did all my laundry and haircut and stuff. Easy days off, right? Great. Little did I know, what I know now is that there is flyer drama. That's right. Flyer drama. I've talked about how I did a. Um, I think it was last week I dropped all the info on you um, for the fundraiser for my friend. Um, Turns out um, there's been some issues with the flyer I did. Other person who puts on the fundraiser just wants something very simple, which is fine, and I can do, and I can do very quickly. Am I upset that I spent, you know, probably an entire day, like, slaving over and designing this thing that I, I put a lot of time and effort into, and I really liked and she liked I could be upset about that, but ultimately, this is a thing. I'm being contracted out. So whatever makes the client happy makes me happy. So they sent me a mock-up. I'm wondering... It already looks like it has the same information on it that was on the one I did. So it might take me all of like five seconds to resize some stuff and go, here you go. Like, I don't know who put this together, but they did all my work for me. If it isn't the right information or... I can't make the pixel ratio right, then I will remake it, uh, replicate it as, as well as I can, which is, I think, really good, um, and and ship it over to them or, you know, fire it off to them, email and go, here you go. Um, you know, if, this, if, if you want something simple next year, then just tell me that. Um, you know, if, if there are two people putting on a fundraiser that aren't communicating and, you know, one takes the lead and says... I got this great idea, go, and I go, great, and then she brings it back, and the other guy goes, no, I don't, this isn't at all what I want, and it's like, well, maybe you guys should talk beforehand before, you know, kind of bringing me in and, and talking ideas, um, and I'm not upset. I mean, I, I've i dealt in, in marketing and, and um, reproduction and graphic design, and the client rarely knows what they want, and that's just usually when it's one person, and that's when we get online, and I go, are you starting a barbershop? great we're gonna google barbershop business cards and you're gonna tell me what elements you like from this and what elements you don't like from that and we'll meet in the middle somewhere so that I am not spinning my wheels designing six different business cards that you're gonna hate or aren't too simplistic or too busy so I mean that's something where next year I think it's gonna be a learning experience and I'm not gonna beat myself up into a corner about it. I mean, I could have been like, oh, I should have fucking contacted them. And, and I, you know, and I didn't know that the second person was involved at all. Um, so I couldn't, you know, I, this is something I couldn't foresee. Um, but this is something I, I could beat myself up over. I mean, I could beat them up for it. I mean, like v- verbally or, you know, emotionally. Um, but that's a, I can only control myself. I can't control anyone else. And I mean that in a positive way I talked about earlier. Um, and two, it's like, you're asking me instead of Something really, you know, complicated um, to do something really easy. So I'm like, yeah, I can do it. I'll get it done as soon as I can. I mean, it's uh, now you're under my time constraints since this is, you know, I can't just drop everything and, and and do this. But it should only take me, you know, maybe a couple hours as opposed to an entire day. So um, flyer drama. But I'm gonna get it done. And this episode surprisingly went longer than I thought it would. So wow. Thank you for making it through. Like I said, if you're in a toxic relationship, a relationship with yourself, please seek some kind of help. Whether it's self-help um, or, or you know, branching out, um, I personally think that medication is. I should should be the last resort. Um, but if you think you know, maybe you need it, then look into it. Um, there's no shame in it. There shouldn't be any shame. There should be no depression shame, no bipolar shame, no, you know, your parents fucked you up shame, um, if it's something psychological as opposed to, or, uh, uh, yeah, psychological as opposed to medical, um, parents don't know what they're fucking doing, I'll tell you that coming from, you know, uh, my parents didn't know what the fuck they were doing and fucked me up, and I don't know what I'm doing as a parent, and I'm probably fucking up my kid, I just hope I can, you know, fuck her up less than my family fucked me up, and that's the ultimate goal as a parent, I think. Kind of petering out. So, from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Good night, internet. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like D20 Proof, Knapsack Comedy, and Mr. Right. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah.